0: that's the unfortunate thing about the way that our ego and our minds work is like a lot of times we know like, we're like, yeah, I can tell you, like, I've done this and this and this for my clients. And I know I can do this. And like, I do this, but you hold yourself back because you're subconscious or, you know, whatever's happening in your mindset, you're like, but what if, or, mm-hmm. you know, well, well, what if that was a fluke? Or like, you know, what if I can't for you to do that again? Or like, you know, and it's just your mind that's like playing tricks and trying to keep you safe. And so it's like, how can we remove all that noise and just focus on the fact that you are incredible and like, you have the ability to create this magic. like life for yourself and impact, you know, so many humans and like pave your own path and support your family and like travel and like do whatever you want to do and literally create, you know, the
1: life that you want to. Welcome to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're an ambitious soul who's ready to master your mindset, become your best self and manifest your dream life, then you are in the right place. Thank you for being here and let's get into the episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Autumn, and I'm so excited to have you here with us this week. Today, we have an amazing guest joining us on the podcast. Her name is Addison Bowen, and she is a business and mindset coach specializing in subconscious reprogramming and tailored business strategy to help you increase business revenue and ultimately live a life of freedom, whatever that means for you. This episode was so good, so juicy. I love the way that Addison combines subconscious reprogramming with hypnotherapy and business strategy to actually help her clients get even better results because not only is she actually helping them implement the you know strategies that they need to grow a successful business, but she's also integrating the internal work, the subconscious mind work that you need in order to be successful long-term and to overcome those mental blocks, barriers, fears, limiting beliefs, self-sabotage that are holding you back from the success and abundance that you desire in your life or business. So this was a really amazing conversation. I learned so much from Addison. Addison and I connected from a mastermind that we were both in earlier this year with one of our mentors, and I've admired her work ever since so I was so excited to bring her onto the podcast because she has such a unique perspective and I really think that you guys will enjoy this episode too and I hope that you learn as much from her as I do so if you're in a place where you can you know take notes I highly recommend doing that but if not no worries just save this episode come back to it later when you have some time and space to like really listen into what she's saying because she gives away so much value in this episode and I don't want you to miss any of the, you know, amazing details that she gives you. And before we dive in, I just wanted to preface that when we recorded this episode, it was when my microphone was broken, so if my voice sounds weird or the quality sounds weird on my end, that's why. <laughs> the episode's still really great. Just if there's any sound quality issues, ignore it, please. So with that being said, let's get into the episode. Hi, Addison. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with us this week. Hello. I'm so excited to chat. Same. Um, So we can just dive right into it. I'd love for you to tell everyone a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and what your story is. I already gave you a brief introduction, but I'd love to hear in your words, like, who is Addison? How did you get into hypnotherapy? Um, Just tell us more about you and your backstory.
0: Yeah. So I always think that like, who are you type question is so funny because I think that everyone's like inclination when someone asks them that is to be like, well, I'm a hypnotherapist or, you know, Mm -hmm. all of those, like I am like identifiers. And, um, that's something, you know, with the use of hypnotherapy that I have like really dove into, like, who am I outside of like my career? Who am I outside of, um, you know, what I do or like, Mm -hmm. yeah, my name or whatever. And so, um, you know, diving into that like and and like diving more into hypnotherapy and just like strengthening my mindset and stuff has been like really pivotable, pivotal pivotal <laughs> finding <laughs> know who i am like outside of my career so Mm -hmm. i'll tell you a little bit about my story and then just like a little bit about me outside of like hypnotherapy because i think Mm -hmm. that it's really cool to see like how everything kind of came together for me so yeah um, i I started my business like three or four years ago i think i'm not exactly sure (laughs) i feel like we're cusping on four years (laughs) and um i started in the space like actually helping other um online coaches essentially like growing and scaling their business uh helping them with the back end side Mm -hmm. of business systems operations like scaling strategy and so a lot of the clients that i helped we would go you know take their business from like five to eight thousand dollar recurring months to thirty thousand dollar i helped a lot of like large companies also scale their business and Um, essentially my goal was in helping them scale sustainably with systems and without burnout. And Mm -hmm. as I was doing this, um, naturally I had a lot of people come to me and be like, okay, like you built a business, like helping other people build their business and build sustainable businesses. Like you're not really a coach. Like you do a lot of the implementation, but you do coach people, you know, with their strategy and you've taken them from this to this. So like, how are you doing it? Can you, help me. And so my pivot into business coaching actually happened very naturally because people were seeing the results that I was producing for other coaches and the results that I was producing for myself. And so I started doing just like strategy calls with people um, to give mm-hmm. them information on what I was doing. I feel like this is kind of backwards from a lot of coaches in the space because a lot of people come into you know business and they're like, I want to be a coach. This is what I want to do. And for me, it just kind of very, it happened very seamlessly. And um, so after a while, like helping people, you know, on these strategy calls and doing kind of one-on-one coaching and seeing great results, I realized that people in business that were at that mark of like wanting to scale and beginning to scale their business were experiencing the same things across the board. Um, You know, finding that they were creating another nine to five for themselves, experiencing burnout, having a hard time setting boundaries with clients, mm-hmm. not really knowing how to like market or sell their business or services. It was like the same things over and over and over over again, same things in their mindset that I started to notice as well, just like very clear patterns. So that's when I created my first um, group program. And the first round of my group program was just like simply business coaching. Um, And again, I noticed like the same things. There are people that like could take all the strategy and run with it and they were so super successful. And I would take people from, you know, zero to 5k months in 10 weeks and like have these insane transformations. And then there were these other people that couldn't get past like the fear of being seen or had a hard time mm-hmm. staying, you know, disciplined or would procrastinate even though they had these like goals in mind that were huge and they wanted to build these like empires for themselves. And I was like, okay, I don't want to just like bring people into this program and be like, okay, here's the tools without helping them shift their mindset. And right. so um, I personally, when I had launched my first group program, experienced that as well, like this intense fear of being seen, like showing up on camera or video or talking like this would have like, made me sweat or shake or I would have thought about it for hours before and like let it ruin my whole day or like had a hard time on zoom calls or you know like TikTok was not even an option for me because the thought of like taking a video of myself was like the scariest thing ever. So I personally had already used hypnotherapy in a couple of different ways for nail biting. And then also for that fear of being seen, um, that mm-hmm. and breath work. And so I had seen, you know, how I had all of this strategy to launch this group program and to, um, sell it out. But that, you know, the one thing that was holding me back was my mindset and how much hypnotherapy had helped me shift that. And, you know, having my first $35,000 launch. And I was like, wait, wow. I could just, get certified and I could do this for other people, right? Like I could, I can help both sides of these people that, you know, are experiencing like, okay, I'm having insane success. And the other people that are also like, I can do that, but my mindset is holding me back. And so Um, That's when I decided to become certified. So my second round of my group program um, was when I started implementing hypnotherapy just naturally into my coaching. So I think I am like one of the only people that combines business coaching with the deep subconscious work and like that Mm -hmm. really like masculine strategy that's not just like, just show up or just, you know, stay like, take all this action, right? Like the actual strategy and the actual breakdown in buyer psychology and buyer types and the, the like real strategy with the like, we need to also you know, shift your mindset, because you can self sabotage. And so I pulled those Mm -hmm. two things together. And the reason why I mentioned at the beginning, just kind of like, you know, me introducing myself as a hypnotherapist, and like finding who I was and stuff like that, um, I think is so interesting to mention in all of this and this story and, you know, getting to where I am now where I'm solely coaching and, you know, a hypnotherapist is that prior to starting my business, um, I myself, went through this major period in my life where I was really, really sick. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune. I still, you know, I'm struggling with that to this day or um, struggled with it at different points in my business, had, um, you know, had flare ups. But um, that kind of sent me into this like holistic healing journey. Um, And I always wanted to do something in holistic healing in like natural health or like, you know, Mm -hmm. just something where I knew I was like healing people, whether it was like herbalism or acupuncture or like my mom had used hypnotherapy, like she did hypnobirthing when she um, birthed my sister or, you know, I had all these ideas, a yoga teacher and like had explored all these avenues, but didn't see a way that I could actually make money doing it. And so the fact that I was, you know, able to create this path for myself, utilizing, you know, shifting my mindset and changing my self-concept and elevating my self-worth and finding who I am and actually creating a passion for myself that's separate from who I am, I think mm-hmm. is really, really incredible for me to look back on. And the fact that I, you know, said, okay, I want to do something in holistic healing, started going down the path of nursing. And then instead, you know, did find a way to make money doing this. Like, that's why I love telling this story. Cause I feel like so many people are in that boat where they're like, okay, but how do I, you know, I can't actually do my passion because I can't make money doing that. And I'm like, you can, there's a way, like it might be a long path. It might take you four years to get to the point, you know, or longer, honestly, like some people, I think it takes longer, but you know, for me, it was like all these small pieces that I put in place, um, to get here. And so it's really cool to see all of that, you know, come together over the past four years or three years, however long it's been. (laughs) So
1: Yeah, Yeah. wow, that's so cool. I had no idea about that. Like, I know we were in Bridget's mastermind together, but like, just hearing your story, I love getting to know like people's backstory because I didn't know that about you, even like with the autoimmune and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. How do you manage, you know, running such a successful business while, you know, still taking care of yourself and prioritizing your health? I know earlier, this year, I went through like my own struggles with like my mental health and just like health in general. And it was so hard for me to like push through and like continue to support my clients. Um, I'm still very new to business. And so I know a lot of other people struggle with this. It's like, how do you continue supporting other people when you can barely support yourself? And yeah, I'd love to know, like in your experience, how have you been able to like continue being so successful and nurturing and supporting your clients while still taking care of yourself? Yeah,
0: so that's definitely been um, a work in progress. And I think that, like, my answer to that now is different than it (laughs) is when I first started my business because I know, like, how our minds work and, you know, how we work as humans. But, um, and like, just learning more about the subconscious mind, which we can get into. But Mm -hmm. um, a part of that story that I, like, didn't mention, which I think is huge in, you know, all of this journey as well, too, is that um, when I started my business, I was actually in nursing school and I was working. I, I say on the front lines of the pandemic and like in, and people are like, it was not the front lines. It's not war. Like, it felt like war if you were doing it. But yeah. Um. so I was working in palliative care, which is end of life care. And I was in nursing school, like as I was um, starting my business as well, too. So I was doing a lot of things at once. And um, one of the major like pushes for me to go like really really hard in my business was seeing how and I I'm sure this isn't you know everyone's experience in the health field like I'm not you know one, I can't say for sure in the healthcare field but for me I found that during the pandemic there was this major push to like you kind of had to show up like for Mm -hmm. the people around you, no matter how you felt or what you were dealing with, because it was you, you had to, and if people had COVID, it's like, we were very short staffed. And sometimes we were staying over. And like, that was kind of what I, I knew I was signing up for was like showing up for people over myself sometimes. So I got to a point, you know, where I had been working in palliative care for a couple of years at that point. um, And I, I say to this all like people say this to people all the time but like you know that was a huge part of my life that like i'm still unpacking in therapy because i saw more you know death and dying and and even prior to covid than most people would see in like six lifetimes right just being in that that field and so i i kind of at the time didn't really understand trauma. I didn't understand, like I had gotten some trauma-informed certifications working within that field and like, but I didn't really understand the impact that doing this was having on like my mental health and my body and stuff like that, lifting other people, you know, just like what that was doing to my health. And so um, during the pandemic, I think like adding, you know, face masks and face shields and like all of the PPE and everything to the mix as well, too. And then, you know, extending shift time sometimes to cover for someone or um, not having as many breaks to like eat like my my health, mental health and physical health, like seriously deteriorated. And so I got to a point where I actually like was started started having panic attacks at work and. I um like went to my doctor and like got on more medication and had kind of like this medication to like help me in the moment. And I was like, I don't want to be doing this where like, I have to like have this medication that if I feel a panic attack coming on at work, like at work, that I am going to like have to take more medication. Like it just didn't feel yeah. right to me, especially where I have always been so interested in holistic healing. And I knew that it was like job related and that if I was in a space where I could take better care of myself, I wouldn't feel that way. And so, um, you know, I got to a point where the panic attacks were just so bad. I like couldn't handle it anymore. And I remember thinking to myself one day, I'm like, if I feel like this and I'm literally like 23 right now or 22, I don't remember how old I was. Like, imagine how I'm going to feel, you know, when I'm 50 and I'm still in mm-hmm. this career and like, I'm, you know, that much more burnt out and I've been doing this for my whole life. And granted, I probably wouldn't work in palliative care forever, but you know, you just don't know Like it's a healthcare is, is hard on your body and on your mental health, you know? Right. So I, um, essentially just reached a point where I told like the head nurse, I need to take a few weeks off. Like I'm just not doing well. Um, and luckily they were really great about giving me that time off, but I didn't get paid at all during that time. So it was like, that was kind of the catalyst into like, okay you're starting your business because this is going to give you the ability to take that time that you need it, be home and like actually take care of yourself and drink water during the day and like have breaks and actually feed your body and like have the means to go to therapy and have the means to like see the practitioners that you need to for your health. Or like, you know, even this last February when um, I was doing some more, you know, stuff for my health, like to be able to just take a full Friday off and go have a procedure is like, is huge. Whereas like mm-hmm. in the the, you know, prior field that I was in, like, that would have to be planned. And like, would I be paid for that? And like, what, how would that, you know what I mean? So honestly, when I started my business, and I talk a lot about this on TikTok as well, too. Um, if anyone wants to follow me, um, yes, follow Addison, her TikTok's amazing. (laughs) But I, um, I talk a lot about this on TikTok too, because I think when people go into business, they don't realize like how much of it is mindset and how much, like we need to start building a really strong foundation from the beginning with your values. So I always had that in mind. My, I always had in mind, like I need the ability to, you know, if I have a flare up to take time off, I want the ability, you know, if I'm having terrible cramps to like say, Hey, can we move this call? I want Mm -hmm. the ability to not have to show up every single day. And like, Um, you know, with time, obviously taking better care of my health, like I don't have flare ups as much, I'm able to manage it much more now. Like, you know, I'm in therapy, I have a hypnotherapist, like, for the most part, my mental health and like my physical health nervous system, everything is very stable. But that was like, obviously a a work in progress. And so the, the major things that I realized, like both in the strategy side of business and the mindset side of business is that there's like, you can't have one without the other. So on one hand, you know, I had to set up my business in a way that would support me while also having the ability to take care of myself and to like pour into myself. But I also had to realize that it takes a lot of work and I need to be disciplined. And then on the other hand, I had to realize like where my beliefs also were holding me back as far as like, I need to work more to make more money, or I need to always be on, or like, you know, some people share that they get anxiety when they're not always on their stories or not always on Instagram or when they can't post for a day. And it's like, we have to release a lot of that as well too, because we're humans first. And so mm-hmm. it was both that side of like the strategy and setting my business up in a way that allows that while also, um, you know, shifting my beliefs around, like, I need to always be on, or I need to always be like a hundred percent, or I'll need to like feel a hundred percent to show up and sell, or I need to, you know, just like a lot of a lot of that shifting as well too at a, at a subconscious level. So it's a work in progress. Like the first. Mm-hmm. Two years of my business, I would say I worked a lot more than I do now. Um, and I had to put in that work. And sometimes that meant sacrificing watching Netflix. Sometimes that meant sacrificing like going to the bars with my friends, which was something I was willing to do to be to the point now where, um, you know, I travel somewhere new every month and I am fully supported in my business and I don't work, you know, eight hour days and like, just all of the freedom that I've created. So I think that's the other thing too, is realizing upfront, it might be a little bit more work and I might have to sacrifice certain things in my life to take care of myself and the business. So
1: a long journey, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. I love the way you like summarize things and like tell the story through it. Cause like, I feel like, I think that's a really important thing that a lot of people skip over. So thank you for sharing all of that. Um, And now kind of, like, to shift a little bit into, like, how you were able to do this with hypnotherapy, I'd love for you to, like, kind of talk about what is hypnotherapy, how does it work? I know a lot of people probably think it's, like, woo-woo, and, you know, they think of, like, hypnosis when they go to, like, you know, one of those shows in Vegas and, like, the guys on the stage using those techniques to, like, hypnotize you. Um, Because I know that's what I definitely thought when I first learned about hypnosis like a long time ago when i was a little bit younger but now like hypnosis is a really powerful tool that is being used for subconscious healing so can you explain a little bit more about what it is and how it works
0: Yeah. So those are very common misconceptions. And like when you're going (laughs) through training, that's one of the first things you cover as far as like, this is how we, you know, handle these objections or handle these misconceptions and like, you know, teaching people about it. So it's always funny to me now because I thought the same thing, you know, when I first tried it and like, again, kind of going back to my story, the reason I first tried it was because I was desperate to like, not have, you know, intense anxiety when I was showing up on live. Like I knew I had to move through that to, Mm -hmm. um, to be a successful business owner. I wanted to be able to show up on video and be confident and like allow myself to be seen. And I knew that was going to play a major role. So, I started it honestly because I was desperate to like, how can I shift this? And like started learning about the subconscious mind. But I had all of those misconceptions initially as well, too, until you learn the science of it and you're like, oh, like this is like actually based in science. Like there's a reason why, like, you know, even a lot of psychologists and therapists and stuff use this as well, too. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, you know, why it's been such a like major healing modality in different ways, literally since like ancient Greece and ancient Egypt, even if it was like, coined a different term. Um, So I think one of the first things to like note is that um, a lot of people think hypnosis because they're like, oh, it's magic or it's woo woo, or they almost think it's like a magic trick, right? Where, you know, like if you're watching like someone play or play, someone do like a magic show or something with like cards or whatever, you're like, It's not really magic. I know that they're like doing something behind the scenes that's like making this seem like an illusion, but it's not really. And, and that's what I used to think hypnosis was like, it wasn't actually real. And it was just kind of this like magical thing. And maybe the people were in on it or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I didn't fully like grasp it. Um, and so a lot of people think that because of like hypnosis shows and because of, you know, whatever. And so one of the most monumental, like things for me to kind of shift my perspective on it was realizing that hypnosis wasn't some like magical woo woo thing that was invented. It was actually just discovered because of the way that our brains work. And so that Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like uh, this is something that's literally again, been used since like ancient Egypt, ancient, ancient Greece, like just, you know, different ways throughout time and has been, um, you know, like more research has been done over time. But um, so essentially, like, I think the most like the easiest, most common way that I would describe it is that. Um, you know, we have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. The conscious mind is about five to 8% of our brain power and the conscious mind is 92 to 95, mostly 95% of our overall brain power and houses basically everything that makes us us from our beliefs to our habits, to our um, patterns of behavior, to our long-term memory, to our values, to, you know, the way that we, our self-concept, our intuition, even our Mm -hmm. religious beliefs, literally everything that like makes us us, Our conscious mind is just our rational thinking, essentially, and like kind of that forward thinking. Um, and so, you know, the, the hypnotherapy deals with the subconscious mind because that's where like we actually need to create change to create change in our lives. Like just even, you know, at a basis, let's think about like habits, for example. So if we're Mm -hmm. using like nail biting as an example, like you've probably heard people say it takes like 30 days to break a habit. And the reason for that is because it lives in our subconscious mind and our subconscious mind loves habit, loves routine, loves the comfortability Mm -hmm. of doing the same thing over and over again. That's what like makes us us. So that is a great example or like how you wake up in the morning. Most people do the same thing every single morning when they wake up, maybe shower, get dressed, drink their coffee, like or the first thing they do is their coffee. Like that's become a habit and it's comfortable. And so I think about that, you know, with everything in your life, your values, uh, the way that you show up, the way that you have created your life and ends up being based on, you know, what lives in your subconscious mind. And so in hypnotherapy, what we do is we actually have access to the subconscious mind because, we change um, your brainwave states just by relaxing. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's this woo-woo thing or like, um, you know, I can't be hypnotized. And I'm like, sorry, you can <laughs> because you you can access this, this brainwave state naturally because you're human. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just like we're born to breathe, we're born to be hypnotized because we're born to, you know, fluctuate through these different brainwave states. And so all hypnosis is, is a like intense focused state of relaxation um and it is the same state that you access like right before you go to sleep at night right when you wake up in the morning um when you're driving and like you know the route home so well that you Mm -hmm. are like i don't remember taking those last couple of turns but i know like i was driving like that's kind of scary like you're you're in that state your subconscious mind is taking over that habit um when you're really engrossed in a story or like a really good book, I know for me, like when I'm really in a book, I feel like I'm like in the story.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Um, same.
0: (laughs) Like daydreaming or uh, another great example is if like, you're talking to a friend and you know, they're talking to you, you can like hear it, but you zone out like that term, like, oh, sorry, I zoned out. Um, Mm -hmm. And you're like, I really had no idea what you were saying. And you were kind of in like a daydreamy state. That's, that's, that theta brainwave state as well, too. And so um, hypnosis, you know, again, being based in science is just us simply like knowing the tools or having the tools and resources to help you access that theta brainwave state to help you relax. Um, And then using that state to, you know, essentially bypass the conscious mind, get into the subconscious mind and help you um, create new habits, new beliefs, new patterns of behavior that serve like the next evolution of you or what you're wanting in your life. Um, So again, just using the example, like I've used it for nail biting. I like I was a huge nail biter growing up. I've always been, um, that's something that I just like believed about myself. Like I am a nail biter. And that was one of the only ways I could break the habit. I had tried the whole like disgusting, you know, stuff on your nails or like (laughs) nothing worked. Um, And that's because like that habit still lived in my subconscious mind. It was so unconscious. Like I would start biting without even like knowing consciously that I was was doing it. And so Mm -hmm. that's like very basic. Um, But I would say that like, I think the number one things again, that you mentioned that people, um, you know, hear or think is that like, it's an altered state of consciousness. It's not, it's just a state of relaxation. A lot of people think like, oh, it's mind control. Um, and it's not all hypnosis is, um, self-hypnosis or all hypnotherapy is self Um, hypnosis because you have to actually listen to what I say and it's all based Mm -hmm. on, you know, your goals. That's why I love one-on-one hypnotherapy because I'm essentially taking exactly what you say to me. This is what I want in my life. And we're, um, you know, taking your words and creating that for you. Um, Let's see. What else do I hear? I hear, um, you know, people think, I think I said they think they're going to lose consciousness. It's just a state of relaxation. They think that they're not going to um, hear what I say. You hear everything that I say throughout the whole session. It's, Mm -hmm. um, they're like scared about the experience. And it's actually like a lot of people say, like, I didn't even know that I was in fight or flight until doing hypnotherapy. I didn't know I was in like this constant stress response until like, this is the most relaxed I've ever felt in my life. Um, so that's the other like really great benefit about it is getting, you out of like fight or flight and into mm-hmm. just like okay I'm calm I can take this time to relax um but yeah I mean I could keep talking so
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> you no anything. please like give us all the details um I was actually curious um what if you like fall asleep during hypnotherapy or, you know, someone who might feel like some resistance towards actually allowing you to help them with reprogramming of their subconscious? Do you have to do someone who's like receiving the hypnosis? Do they have to be in like um, a mental space and capacity to actually receive that information and like transformation that you're trying to provide them or can it get through to them even if they like you know have doubts or might not fully believe in it or if you know like they fall asleep during the session Mm -hmm. um what what state of awareness do you kind of have to be in in order to actually receive it and do you have to fully believe in it in order for it to work
0: Yeah. So, um, with the falling asleep thing that does happen just because you're naturally like so relaxed. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a couple of things that I do throughout sessions to prevent it. One being I sometimes have clients talk to me. Um, I have them nod their heads. Like there's a lot of things that I can do. I also, you know, notice their, um, body, like how their breathing is what's happening with their face, their eyes. Um, but falling asleep isn't necessarily like bad, I would say that, you know, obviously, like when you're sleeping, well, not obviously, this is obvious to me, but (laughs) to everyone, but (laughs) When you're sleeping, um, you know, your subconscious mind doesn't shut off. It's your conscious mind shuts off. So that's where mm-hmm. like our dreams come from and like why people want to interpret dreams and stuff. Cause it is coming from the subconscious. Um, right. and there's, I don't, I'm not like an expert in dreams, so I'm not going to go there, but <laughs> you can do research <laughs> on it. Um, but your subconscious mind is still alert and awake. And so you can still receive benefit from it. I would say, The reason why, like, I want to keep my clients awake is because if their conscious mind is completely shut off, they're not going to get any insight or anything that might come through, um, you know, consciously from that session. But you can still see amazing changes. Um, the one thing that I say for, to my clients as well, like if they're like, oh, I think I fell asleep, um, is sometimes you can be so deep in, uh, hypnosis that you think you fell asleep, but actually like you're with me the whole time. So, um, you know, clients will say that and I'm like, no, you weren't, you were nodding, you know, throughout the whole session. And also when I counted you up at the end, cause I always, you know, count people back up to Mm -hmm. Um, full like waking state Um, if they come right back when I count them up then I know they were um, just really really deep in that theta brainwave state very relaxed but they were not asleep Um, on the other hand if they don't then they might be asleep and sometimes I have to get a little bit louder or Mm -hmm. you know say their name (laughs) Um, and so I always tell my clients to kind of think about like the topic that we were covering in the session so for example you know if we're talking about like money or something self-worth and like self-worth is a really big thing for you where you might have, or well, let's use the fear of being seen. Like for me, um, I didn't have any major, major events in my life that like created this trauma around being seen. It was essentially just kind of like how I was growing up and kind of believed Mm -hmm. that I was shy. There wasn't like this, like traumatic experience that was like, okay, now I'm afraid of like being perceived in front of people. But on the other hand, for some people, it might be that way. Maybe they experienced like bullying or something as a, a child or like there was just this major event that like caused them to, you know, create this safety and not being seen. And so if we are covering that in a session and we're moving through that and integrating confidence or integrating like this, um, you know, self-worth or whatever, like moving through that and because there might be this event that comes up, you might want to protect yourself by just going to sleep and not like addressing it. And so Mm -hmm. I always ask my clients, like to kind of just explore that within themselves. Like, am I trying to avoid something by falling asleep in this session? Or, you know, was I just tired and like, I just didn't get enough sleep last night and I was so relaxed. I just like needed that little bit of rest. And then I always, you know, I record all of my sessions. So I always just tell them like, just listen to this again, you know, obviously listen to it as many times as you want. The more that you listen, Mm Into it, the more repetition that we, um, you know, do the, the better it's kind of like building a muscle, you know, going to the gym over and over and over again. Right. So you're going to get those beliefs stronger. Um, as far as like being in the right state, I would say that obviously like all hypnotherapy requires, um, consent, just like Mm -hmm. therapy, you know what I mean? Like, um, by signing up for a session with me, you're starting to, you know, provide that consent by reading my terms and conditions and signing that you're providing, you know, consent for me to go through the session with you. but. I have never had someone that goes through a session that is still experiencing doubts because of the conversation and everything that we have on that first session. Um, and because I give the opportunity to answer any questions, like my training was essentially like, you know, part of it was also learning how to build rapport with clients Mm -hmm. and build trust and create safety and to talk them through those things and to, um, you know, bring them to a state of like, okay, I'm ready. I'm so excited. Like this is going to be life-changing. And so I've never really gotten to a place where people are like, "Mm, I don't believe in this, this isn't going to work. And then at that point I might kind of be like, well, okay, why are you? here. Like, you know, I even say in my terms and conditions, like this just requires that you have an open mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but
0: I have had, you know, clients that have shared that they, let's say, ex- for example, have like very religious backgrounds or something. And we're kind of taught that, you know, things like this were maybe bad or were maybe like, um, like Yeah, exactly. I that. <laughs> so,
1: um,
0: for for those clients, um, you know, it's obviously, like, just talking through that individual story and, and kind of handling some of those objections. But also, like, one client that I'm thinking of in particular, I had her listen to some audios, like, purchase an audio bundle from me and, like, just kind of explore it on her own before we did sessions. And actually, she did one um, audio and then booked, like, one-on-one hypnotherapy with me for three months <laughs> after doing it. Didn't oh, even wow. finish the audio. <laughs> she was like, this was incredible. So, like. So relaxed, like I'm sold. Um, And she, like, had a huge emotional release in the first audio. And, like, yeah, so that's the thing, too, is like, I think, you know, you might still have some reservations, and maybe sometimes you're not even sharing them with me. But if you get through that session and you understand, you know, you're not going to feel hypnotized, you're just going to feel relaxed, like, and you start to see the actual physical changes and how you feel about yourself and the way that you think about yourself, like, it it slowly kind of takes that belief level, you know, maybe from like a seven to a 10. Okay, like this is life changing, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that like the one thing with hypnotherapy as well, too, and just like the way the subconscious mind works is that Let's say, um, you are coming in for like smoking cessation, which that is not something that I do because that's not where I specialize, but there are a lot of, of hypnotherapists that do. Um, Mm -hmm. and you're like, you know, I've heard that hypnotherapy is really, really great for, um, You know, stopping my smoking habit. This is something I really want to try. Something I'm going to ask you is like, where are you on a scale of one to 10 of actually wanting to quit? Do you see more Mm -hmm. value in keeping this habit than you do in quitting? Because a lot of people like, and smoking is a great example of that. It's become this like emotional thing for them, or it really Mm -hmm. gives them like that that some sort of release or like some sort of like comfort or it's a social thing and it's fun for them to sit around with their friends and do, you know, same thing with drinking. And so if you see more value, um, you know, consciously and like staying with that habit because you've like created this habit that serves you in some way, even though you really, really want to stop smoking, um, that's where we can kind of like you know, run into some issues with actually seeing change because subconsciously you might not want to, because you see more value in that. So that goes with anything, you know, like even people that, um, have these, you know, habits, quote unquote, that are, they feel like are bad in business or, um, just in general, like for me, um, a great example is I wanted to start waking up earlier. That's something I've really struggled with, especially starting my business, because um, I was like, well, what's the point? Like I can sleep in and like I've slowly gotten better and it's taken a lot of work on like changing that habit. And um, something that I realized is that I saw more value subconsciously in sleeping in because I had kind of seen myself like in the past as like, the man that was like forcing me, like my past jobs to, mm-hmm. you know, get up super early. And it's like my mind was like, no, like you did this for so long. You woke up at 4 35, 36, 30. Like we're not doing that. Like now you can sleep in. And so, no matter how much like subconscious work or hypnotherapy I did around like the, you know, waking up early, it didn't matter because I saw more value in sleeping in. That served me more. And so, I have to switch that aspect of it like consciously, like, oh, there's actually more value in me getting up earlier because I can pour into myself first, or because I can, you know, work out and feel better in my body or because I can, you know, and so you kind of have to like, look at those pieces too. So that's why, you know, I always tell people like, um, I've had people come to me and say like, Hey, I've done hypnotherapy before in the past and it didn't work for me. And like, um, Mm -hmm. then they'll say like, I did your free audio and your free audio took me deeper than I ever got with that other hypnotherapist. And I'm like, okay, well they, you know, what were you covering first? And like, what did they ask you? Like, what were the other things, you know, and, and that's why I think it's so important to make sure when you are working with someone that they're certified, that you, you know, make sure that they're certified, that they have these yeah. certifications because there's certain things like that, that like are really important to cover and understand about, about a client. And, you know, for example, if you spend thousands of dollars to stop smoking, but Um, you know, you see more value in continuing to smoke and you don't have that conversation with someone or, you know, you don't have someone trying to help you shift the beliefs around that value, um, then you're not going to see any change. And so that's like one very nuanced aspect and why I think, you know, working one-on-one with someone is so important versus like just pulling up some YouTube videos and like Mm -hmm. listening to some audios.
1: Yeah, that was actually one of the questions I was gonna ask you. So I'm glad that she mentioned that. And it's so funny, because that she mentioned like the waking up earlier thing, because that has been me for like, almost a year now. I swear I want to wake up early. I want to be one of those, you know, people who can wake up at like, at least a decent hour. I feel like 7am isn't, it's not that <laughs> early. Me, I like to sleep until like nine. And so it's so hard for me to like, actually you know, change that habit. And it's like you said, I see more value in sleeping in than I do, you know, getting up early. So I love that you use that as an example, because I know so many people struggle with that specific habit. And I also love that you mentioned, it's kind of like building muscle in the gym, like you have to, you know, do it over time. How often does someone need to do hypnotherapy? And like, how often, um, how many times like a day or a week do you need to do it in order to see results? So that's, again, another like
0: where you ask the question with the hypnotherapist and where they can kind of give you, um, you know, insight because um, I don't do like one-off sessions anymore. You have to work with me on at least a five session to three month basis because um, it's like anything, right? It's like yoga. It's like going to the gym. It's like, you know, having any sort of coach. It's like um you know even a fitness coach like or uh even like i think social media is even this way like you could post once and right. you're going to be like okay cool i got five likes like that's how <laughs> i think about it but like you're not going to see those long term results until you stick at it for you know a couple of months and mm-hmm. so um you know i i always give the sessions um or the the recordings to my uh clients so they always get the audios after and I tell them like listen to it every day, like whenever you can. Like I, you don't need to do it multiple times a day. You don't even have to do it like seven days a week. But like if you can commit to doing this like four, you know, um, times a week, then like you're gonna see major benefits, not even in the specific thing that we're covering, but in how you react to life and your nervous system and how you feel um, on a day to day, on your stress levels. Like so listen to it as much as you can. Drives me nuts when people are like, oh, I did, you know, this one session, why am I not seeing results? And I'm like, like, <laughs> okay, it's again, like the, the, um, you know, you can see shifts, shifts in one session and a lot of people do because it's so, you know, powerful to get into the subconscious for them if they've never done this sort of like deep mindset work. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the same sense, like I, again, like if you think about it as like, how long have I had this habit or how long have I had this belief? Mm. Okay. This has been something that I grew up with since childhood, like, you know, for 30 years, like it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's just like a habit. Um, you, you might see shifts really, really fast and and in NLP, we can see shifts even much faster, but, um, it's again, it's like that muscle we're building new neural pathways. And so it takes time. So I tell people, if you can, every single day, some of my one-on-one sessions are a bit longer. They're like 40 minutes. And so that can obviously be sometimes hard for people to integrate into their routine. A lot Mm -hmm. of the other audios that I do are like 20-ish. And so it's really easy for people to do it as they're like going to bed at night or um, sometime throughout their day. I'm probably on day like 500 of doing (laughs) hypnotherapy every single day, um, because it just is such a like a habit for me. And it's so relaxing. And, Mm -hmm. and I challenge all of my clients that are in my containers as well to to do it every single day, because they have access to a lot of audios and, um, two one-on-one things with me as well to one-on-one, um, audio creation or like one-on-one session. So I challenge them to listen to one every single day and make it a part of their routine or do something, do some like 10 minute breath work or, mm-hmm. um, you know, even if it's like, okay, I can't do hypnotherapy every day, but I can commit to like one practice for myself, whether it's like walking or breath work or, you know, 10 minutes of yoga. Mm -hmm. I just challenge them to commit to something because they're all, (laughs) you know, great. And like just overall bettering our, our wellness, but it really just depends on, on what we're covering.
1: Okay. And then I know you mentioned like the difference between working with a practitioner and then like just finding videos on YouTube. Why is it more valuable to, you know, invest in someone who can like, you know, like you create the custom audios and you actually like, pour into your clients in the spaces that need that they need to be poured into versus like trying to just go and find a generic one on YouTube what's the value in doing that because I know like um one of my clients she is is interested in like trying hypnotherapy but she's been using the ones on YouTube and she's like what's the point of you know working with someone I can just get these free ones um over here yeah so I think the best um like example to give for
0: that is um i work with a lot of like um you know people that have experienced generational uh things or had generational like experiences around scarcity and like mm-hmm. lack okay. of money um you know whether they are uh people of color or like whether they just grew up in like poverty or wh- whatever it is right and if you listen mm-hmm. to you're trying to shift your money beliefs around um, you know, feeling abundant or around calling in more money or like, you know, shifting beliefs to, okay, I can charge higher to get in my business. But you literally don't know what it feels like to feel safe around money or to feel like, like I say to you, okay, like what does abundance feel like to you? And you're like, well, I've never felt that in my life. And generationally, this is a pattern in my, you know, in my family, like no one knows what this feels like, because we've always lived in lack, we've never had enough money to feel safe. It's like mm-hmm. listening to a YouTube audio is not going to do you any good, because you literally don't even know what that feels like. And so um, there's no way for you to possibly visualize or, or shift that for yourself. And so that's like the best example that I can give. Um, and so when you're working one-on-one with someone, one, they can spot and listen to limiting beliefs just on the converse, like based on the conversation that you're having, like what Mm -hmm. you say about yourself, um, how you, you know, speak or like just in general, like, you know, what, um, you are identifying yourself with or you know how you're kind of talking to yourself so that's huge and then two um when you're working one-on-one with someone i mentioned earlier that a lot of times i will have um you know sometimes clients talk during sessions or we'll talk after and they'll tell me like what they moved through or we'll kind of like find little holes or we'll understand okay this is where this came from this is how we can move through it so it's it's like it's twofold there's many different reasons for it one like if you don't know, you know, what abundance feels like, like that session's not going to do anything for you on YouTube Mm because it's so generalized. So it's not tailored to you. Um, Two, you get the benefit of just like talking with someone and them tailoring it specific to your desires. We all have different language. So like I might utilize the term when it comes to making more money in business as abundance. And you might just say like, I want more income. And like, that in and of itself changes the the value of the session for you and just like how you, you know, utilize your language or the way that you speak about things. So that's massive as well, too. That's really important in sessions is like utilizing your language and the way that you speak to me about your goals and your desires mm-hmm. and what you want to shift. Um, so there's a lot of different, a lot of different reasons. And it doesn't mean that you can't see benefit from sessions. You're just going to see it much quicker and like much more tailored to you, to you when you work with someone one on one. I give my clients audios, I do group hypnotherapy, you know, and like, they see they see massive change. But again, even if we're doing a group or I'm giving them audios, I still know exactly what they're experiencing. They're not just like searching it in, you know, YouTube and And I think it's the same, same thing goes probably like just on a little bit lower of a scale, but let's say like, you know, I am wanting to shift my hormones or something. I'm like, I need to heal my hormones and I can go find all those YouTube videos and understand like, what can I eat? But I'm not going to know like exactly um, what is going to help me shift that until I like see a specialist and get a test. Right. And like, know exactly what's happening in my body. So that's kind of like the best example. I like to use metaphors because that's. How
1: <laughs> yeah, I love them. And I think that was a perfect answer. Um, cause like you said, it's, you. it's always better to have like a specialist than just to go like the general route of just, you know, searching up something that's not actually going to help you specifically. Um, so thank you for just kind of like going through that. Cause I know a lot of people are probably like, skeptical they have like these questions so yeah thank you for clearing that up and then another question I wanted to dive into with you is like how do you actually help entrepreneurs and business owners scale their businesses you know not just with not just with hypnotherapy but also with like the strategy side of things because I love your content so much because you definitely have a good blend of both and it, like you said at the beginning of this episode you you need both in order to be successful So on the more business and strategy side of things, how do you like navigate helping your clients through those subconscious blocks and then to seeing the success that they want in their business?
0: Yeah, so I think that's why like my clients see such great results is because we do both. I think mm-hmm. that, um, you know, business is not one size fits all. So right. the way that I'm teaching strategy is not necessarily like this is exactly how I produced results and how I produce success. So this is exactly how you should do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, you know, more nuanced than that. Like here's a framework and here's how we're gonna tailor it to you, your specific, um, you know, audience, your s- specific consumer and like buyer type. And um, so essentially like what I do is obviously integrate both the mindset and the strategy, but we're not quick to like, you know, find a million blocks that you have in your mindset, we're not quick to like, say like, oh, the reason you're not doing X is like, because of this limiting belief, right? What I do is essentially like, we are creating this tailored business strategy for you. We're doing like a full business audit where, you know, creating a custom marketing sales and, you know, a launch strategy for you. Um, creating and, and setting up your business based on your goals. So, you know, for me, like if we just kind of pull back to even my story where I wanted time to travel, I also wanted time to take care of myself. I wanted to be able to like fully support myself and, um, you know, have the time and the means to put into like therapy and taking care of my, you know, health and stuff like that. Like that was at the forefront of my mind and building my business. And a lot of people don't reverse engineer like their business and their marketing and their, um, their office. Sweet and everything to, you know, involve that. So they get to a Mm -hmm. point where they're like, I've created another 24 seven for myself instead of a nine to five. And like, I work all the time and I'm always on my phone and I'm like, I, you know, don't know how to pull away. And so we're reverse engineering like, you know, your business to involve that or pivoting your business where you're at currently to involve those, those future goals, including like the revenue that you're wanting to call in. Um, And then along the way, like, because, you know, I, I personally have kind of like a different belief around business. A lot of people are like, business is hard. I'm like, it's not hard. It's easy. (laughs) That's because I, I think that I have gotten to this place where my nervous system is so regulated and I'm so like calm. And like, uh, I have a lot of like, ability to self-regulate that I don't find it hard, the ups and the downs, because I don't tie them to myself and my worth or Mm my, um, you know, to my mindset. It's like separate from me. I'm really easily able to handle it and to stay disciplined. And that's all thanks to hypnotherapy. So that's where I involve the mindset work is like, I don't want this to feel hard for you. I don't want you to be pushing every single day. I don't want you to, you know, feel shame for procrastinating. I don't want you to feel shame for, you know, the ways in which you feel like you're like, holding yourself back. Like, I just want to support your mindset on the way there. I want this to feel, you know, flowy fun. And like the most exciting thing that you've ever done in your life. I want it like content to feel flowy and fun. I want, mm-hmm. you know, the way that you show up in your business to feel an integrity, like to you, I want you to be like, I am the best damn thing that's ever happened for my clients. And like, that's like why I show up and sell every single day. Cause I love my business so much. And because I know how I change lives and like That's the unfortunate thing about the way that our ego and our minds work is like a lot of times we know, like, we're like, yeah, I can tell you, like, I've done this and this and this for my clients. And I know I can do this and like, I do this, but you hold yourself back because you're subconscious or, you know, is happening in your mindset, you're like, but what if, or, mm-hmm. you know, well, well, what if that was a fluke or like, you know, what if I can't for you to do that again? Or like, you know, and it's just your mind that's like playing tricks and trying to keep you safe. And so it's like, how can we remove all that noise and just focus on the fact that you are incredible and like you have the ability to create this magical like life for yourself and impact, you know, so many humans and like, pave your own path and support your family and like travel and like do whatever you want to do and literally create, you know, the life that you want to. And so I know that's like a very like <laughs> generalized example, but I would say like, that's why it's so important to include the mindset and the strategy is because, you know, on one hand, we have the people that um, can take all the strategy and are so masculine and so like, you know, ready, go, 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 go. And they end up burning out. On the other hand, we have mm-hmm. the people that have a really hard time starting or implementing because they're fearful and they're kind of protecting themselves. Like, how right. can we find a baseline where like, you're not burnt out? you're taking care of yourself first. Like you are living consciously in every aspect of your life, which means like you're working out, you're taking care of your body, whatever that means for you, whatever feels good for you. You're going to therapy, you're taking care of your mind. You like have amazing relationships with your friends and family. And like you, you know, aren't staying with the boyfriend that's like, terrible for you <laughs> like you're you know we're living consciously in every aspect of your life because like your life does um mirror your subconscious and so that's where the mindset work comes in and then on the other hand i'm not just telling you just show up just stay consistent we're actually looking at real you know data in your business and saying okay hey, this isn't working what do we need to tweak um mm-hmm. and like i'm not expecting you to just continue to show up if you haven't seen a sale in 60 days like something needs to change you know what i mean mm, and so yeah. there's that aspect as well too where We're actually taking real data, and I really think that's what sets me apart from a lot of people in the space is like I do monthly um you know check-ins and kind of monthly plans with a lot of my clients too depending on, on what level they're at um where we do look at the data where we we chat about what's happening we talk over like sales conversations we talk over objections people are getting in the DMs we look over you know analytics we we actually look at like okay what can we tweak to get you to your goals that much faster and how can we make this that much easier for you as far as like cuz you're when you're the CEO you're everything you're the marketer the right. social media manager the, <laughs> you know the um, podcast or your everything so it's like how can we make this easier for you so you can just like show up for your clients and create these incredible results. But on the other hand, like how can we support your mindset and keep you regulated through this? So Mm -hmm. you're not, you know, like, cause business is naturally very up and down like a roller coaster, but we don't want your mindset to do that because you're going to be miserable. You're going to get to a point where you resent it. So can we keep your mindset at a baseline? So I think that's the best way to describe it. Obviously I could go way more in depth (laughs) depending Mm -hmm. on like (laughs) what industry we're in and like what strategy, you know, piece we're looking at and stuff. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. And one question that like popped up for me, because you mentioned a few minutes ago about like making that business feels easy for you now. How long did it take you to get to this point? I know you said you've been in it for about three or four years now, or is it four or five? I can't remember which one you said. You know,
0: but... I need to look at the calendar. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I feel like yeah. it feels a lot longer than it's actually been, but I feel like we could be cusping right on four years.
1: Okay. Um, so like, how long did it take you to get to this point where you feel like business is easy for you? It's fun, it flows. And like, what steps did you take to get there? Because um, I know you hypnotherapy has been a really big tool for you. But what else did you do to get from like, where you first started? Um. Like, you know, just building just getting started, you know, feeling all those things that a lot of people do when they first start their businesses with the fears and the anxiety to where you are now with feeling so confident and being like the queen of sales. Like when I say Addison is a queen, like she really is. I'm so impressed with you and how like effortlessly you show up every single day and sell in your stories and your content. Like you, you're like a machine and I love it. Um. So could you tell people like how you got from point A to point B and yeah, just how you've made business feel easy for you.
0: So I feel like saying that business is easy is a little bit like, maybe toned up to the industry industry because like I don't think that that's like what I want it to feel easy because it's so exciting and because you're mm-hmm. like building this like you know legacy for yourself so it should feel exciting we shouldn't be like I have to get up and I have to sell today you know what I mean like that's yeah. kind of what I mean by that I think it's like it's like choosing your heart if that makes sense like there are mm-hmm. scenarios in my you know like Business where it hasn't been easy, or like, you know, I've never really had like unhappy clients or anything like that. But there have been times where like I've been showing up like crazy and I haven't seen sales or like we've had to tweak mm-hmm. things or like I had a failed launch, you know what I mean? And like that didn't necessarily feel quote unquote easy for me, but because I'm supporting my mindset, I'm not attaching it to the way that I feel about myself or the mm-hmm. um, you know, success essentially. So if I have like um, you know, I had a, a launch where we had plans of bringing in, I think like, close to 30 people. And I think I ended up having like four sales. And like, I learned a lot from that. And a lot of people would look at Mm -hmm. that and be like, Oh my gosh, like I only had four sales, like this is a failure. And like, uh, like, what is my audience going to think? And like, what are the people in the the program going to think or whatever? And like, to me, I was like, holy crap, like I get to support four people. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's I think that the mindset work has really shifted the way that I view every scenario in business. And it's more of a feedback and learning situation than it is a I'm going to get down on myself for this even if we you know a couple weeks ago in my business there was a mistake made with like payments and we sent out the wrong payment link to someone and it like kind of cost me you know some money we we ended up getting it fixed and it was fine but like I noticed like, okay, what are the thought patterns that are going through my head as this is, as this is happening? Cause I'm very aware. And I, and obviously like, I still have, you know, blind spots and stuff. That's why we all need to have coaches. But I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to notice like what, you know, this could cost me some money. Like what kind of goes through my head when this is happening, you know, and this is just a weird tech thing. That's like, it's bound to happen. And, um, I just noticed like how calm I was throughout the whole, the whole scenario. And I'm like, okay, it's like, it's, you know, if we don't get this figured out, it's fine. Like I just want the client to be happy. Like I'm so excited to support them. So it's like, it's like every scenario to me is like, how can I get better? How can we systemize this? How is this like, what is this here to, you know, teach me? Um, And there's never an option to give up. So I think that mm-hmm. really, it just boils down to there's not a specific timeline. It's really just like, understanding the importance of like mindset work and nervous system regulation. So like to me, I've never had a time period where I I have had the option of like giving up. I've never been the person that's like, I'm going to corporate, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. done, I'm going back <laughs> to nursing school. Like that has never been an option for me. And I think mm-hmm. that that has come from the, the mindset work is come from doing hypnotherapy every single day, it's seeking out, you know, a therapist, it's come from always having a coach to, um, you know, reach out to, or when I see blind spots, like, um, okay, well, I'm going to invest and I'm going to figure this out. I think that like what makes or breaks like a really um, great entrepreneur is like realizing like you either have the power to like figure something out and to move through it. And if you don't, or you don't have the time or the energy, then like, it is your job to seek out support and like, in moving through that thing, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, sometimes you might not have the resources and you have to get crafty or you have to like, and I've definitely been in that, in that position where again, where I've made major sacrifices to invest in a coach. And I didn't go on a trip for the first two years of my business. And I wasn't like buying clothes every weekend and I wasn't eating out. I was like very, very frugal because like I saw the end goal in mind and I was thinking Mm -hmm. about that long-term goal. So I would say, Business always felt really flowy to me because it was always exciting. I saw that end, like, you know, that long-term, like this is where I'm going to get. And so it always felt really fun and exciting. I've always had time periods where I've had, you know, tears and I've cried and I've been like, this is so hard and like, you know, and that's normal. Um, but I've always looked at that, uh, like from a learning perspective or from a feedback mm-hmm. perspective, any sort of failure. And trust me, like there have been times in my business where I'm like, okay, like this. <laughs> make or break me. Like there, you know, there, there's a, another Addison, you know, that, you know, if she didn't have this mindset, these tools or whatever to like move through these things, like might quit or might like move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that like, that's like really what I can, though totally tie everything together with is the, the mindset work is the nervous system regulation is the like, you know what, like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to figure this out. Like, this is just temporary. This is not happening to me. It's like, it's happening Mm -hmm. for me. And there's a reason. And like, I'm just going to get better. And you know, I think that honestly, like, business is one of the areas of my life that is like the most steady and grounded all the time because that's how I look at it. Um, And Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect, you know, in my life or in my business by any means, but, um, there have been time periods where my business has felt more steady to me than like aspects of my life. Like when I was going through a major breakup or when I moved, um, and I'm like, that's what I want. That's what business should be. It should be this like steady. I know this is going to support me. This is like, yeah, I have to show up. I have to be consistent. And like, I might have to do that when I don't feel a hundred percent, but also like, mm-hmm. um, this is getting me to the ability to come okay, through a major breakup, but like I can fully support myself. I live by myself. I can support Support myself through this move. I can, you know, uh, take care of me and my dog, and I can try, you know, and that to me is like way worth, like any emotions or feelings that you know, one client being unhappy or one scenario of like getting a hate comment on TikTok is. And so, (laughs) I think that overall, the like subconscious programming, the mindset work, the um, nervous system regulation has allowed me to kind of step outside of like that noise and be like, this is just you know, this is just business. It is, it is what it is. And I'm yeah. like, so I don't know if that answered your question. I can't, give like a definitely specific, <laughs> I can't give like a specific timeline because I feel like, you know, for me, I've always been that person in every aspect of my life. That's like, I'm going to figure it out. Like I'm not quitting, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I love that. And I feel the same way. And you definitely did answer that question really well. So thank you. Um, through me I agree. Like there's not a plan B and that's why I really mm-hmm. love having conversations like this with people like you, because it just shows you have to like push through, you have to find the resources, find the will to, you know, um make it if this is what you want, because it's hard and you know, it's like you said, it should be fun, but there are things that you're gonna have to work through and obstacles mm-hmm. to overcome. And I think hypnotherapy is a really great tool to overcome those obstacles and doing the minds at work is an essential part of being successful and achieving those goals. So thank you so much for coming on and like just talking through all of this with us. Um, I have like a final four that I like to do with all of my guests where it's like four questions, like top of your head, like first thing that comes to mind. Um, So the first one is what is your superpower?
0: Um, I was also, I love that question, but I was also (laughs) just going to say with your last little thought, um, I think it's um, like, I, I want people to know as well too, that I think that, it's less about like, I need to do this specific mindset work, or I need hypnotherapy. And it's more about like having people in your corner. I think that mm-hmm. the reason business has always felt flowy and easy to me is because I move through the fear and I invest and I have, you know, the coach and I have, I always right. have people that I'm looking out to, uh, looking up to and like have in my corner that understand what I'm going through. So that's like a side note, but I just, <laughs> I just wanted
1: to mention <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to cut that And like do it because I'm glad you said that because for me too, same. Like I totally agree that having people in your corner is so important. I love investing in mentors and even just being in community. Like when we were in Bridget's Mastermind together, like having Mm -hmm. other people who are going through it and who can help support you. Like I love it so much. (laughs)
0: 100% I think it's like, yes, like I want everyone to do hypnotherapy, but more so I want you to realize the importance of community because none of my Mm -hmm. friends in my personal life know what the heck I do on a day to day. Same. They don't get it. My family doesn't get it. Like they are happy for me. They, you know, ask me questions and stuff, but it's not the same as like sitting with a coach who has been in my shoes at some point and I, and mm-hmm. me saying like, Hey, how would you handle this situation? Or, Hey, you know, I'm having a bad mindset day. Can you talk me through this? And so, yeah, I think that that's just important to highlight. Like I do not know how people do it alone. I think that's why like, yeah. one of the major reasons it's always felt easy to is because I never hold myself in that, you know, hard, hard time or hard. I wanted to say hardness, but that's not a, a word. <laughs> For a long time, it's like uh, someone has helped me shift through it or um, shifted my perspective on it.
1: So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and now for the final four, <laughs> what's your superpower? So
0: I think um, two-fold. One just based on that last conversation, I think my ability to, um, like my tenacity and my ability to not sit in my feelings for very long, to allow myself Mm -hmm. to feel them, but at the same time shift things really, really fast. Um, I make very, very quick decisions and, and I don't, I'm not often guided by like my feelings and emotions, but at the same time I am very emotional and I allow myself to process it. And I think that that's like a huge skill in business and like what hypnotherapy has taught me to do is like, I can Mm -hmm. be on one hand holding the duality of like, you know, um, supporting someone in my family through something really, really hard or dealing with my dog, having surgery and also like have this really high, high in my business as well too. So the duality of being human and that tenacity and holding all of it, I think is what Mm -hmm. has made me really successful. And then on the other hand, I think my um, ability to be both really masculine and femi- feminine. So to, mm-hmm. to be really hard hitting with, um, you know, my clients on the, the strategy side of things and call them out and in the same breath, like make them feel, you know, very safe, very seen um, and to help them stop shaming themselves for ways that they feel like they're failing or, you know, shift their perspective and, and really be grateful for like what they've created for themselves. So that ability to like create that safe space and also really push my clients as well, too.
1: Oh, I love that answer. Um, and the second one is, what is your kryptonite? <laughs> that's
0: a good <laughs> question. Is this in business or just in general?
1: In general. Hmm.
0: Um, that's a great question. Someone asked <laughs> me recently, one of my clients actually asked me recently, like, what my biggest... Um, insecurity is in business and like I that took me a while to like come to so maybe I'll share that um one of the things because I mentioned earlier that I've moved through um the fear of being seen and like I think that with every um you know thing like that that we move through it comes up at different levels and so for me um I think the initial level of like moving through that fear of being seen was losing the idea that I am, like, shy or that I, Mm -hmm. um, you know, can't be confident, like, or that shyness equated, like, that I can't be confident, essentially. And so this has come up at each new level. Um, Now, like, something that I'm noticing is that... That's my dog. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I was like, what is happening? So now I'm noticing that as I'm like finding my voice more and like moving through that fear of being seen and allowing myself to be like, you know, more consistent in content and to find my voice and find like my specific framework and stuff in business. um, I, because I am both that masculine and feminine, I can tend to be very like um, hard hitting and like very like blunt in my content and something that Mm -hmm. has been really hard for me is like, fearing that I might shame people in my content, even though people have never given me that feedback or never given me any sort of like, um, you know, I've never even heard that. Like people feel very empowered by my content typically. So it's almost like, again, like my mind is my own kryptonite. Like, mm-hmm. are you, being, you know, are you shaming people? It's like, no, like <laughs> would I post this, if you were like, that's something that you're really good at. In fact, is like helping people recognize those blind blind spots, but also Mm -hmm. shift their perspective and understand like, you know, how powerful they are. So I would, I would say that like that continuous kind of like, um, stretching of like, it's okay to be seen. It's okay to be heard. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I feel that. And I just want to say, never have I ever (laughs) thought that about your content. I love your content. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. And the third one is what excites you the most about your life right now or what you're creating?
0: So I'm the most excited right now about the fact that I'm going to Cabo for my birthday, like for the first oh, time amazing. in a couple of well, a month. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I think just in general, like I am excited by life almost every single day. Like I feel like starting my business and um, the ability to like, realize that I, how much I have, how much control I have over my reality, like excites me Mm -hmm. so much. Like recently I'm like, do I want to, you know, move apartments? Do I want to like live somewhere else? Like, what would that look like? Like really just Mm like little things like that excite me or like, you know, um, like the ability to, I just went to the Eras tour. I just saw Taylor Swift and I want to go again. Yeah. And I was like, I, should I go in Paris? Like I might buy tickets in Paris. And I'm like, I get to do that. Like, that's incredible. So like little, I know that's not a little thing, but things like that, that like, um, you know, realizing how much control I have, I don't have to ask for time off. Like mm-hmm. I could move this weekend if I wanted to, or like, <laughs> you know, I just, I think it's like, Um, I'm not thinking like necessarily five years into the future. I'm thinking like over the next couple of months and like, obviously Mm -hmm. I do that, but just excitement wise, it's like small things like that. Like how much I get to travel and like continue to, um, you know, build amazing friendships and like continue to be better and continue to support my clients. Like that's all so exciting to me. And also to continue to like find myself and my hobbies and stuff outside of business. That's been really exciting over the past like year as well, too.
1: I love that so much. Like, that's that's the goal right there, to have that freedom to, like, just create your life as you want it to be. So I yeah. love that. And the last question is, what is your why? Um, over? I think that's
0: switched a lot, too. I think initially it was um, me being able to create that freedom for myself and me being able to, um, you know, like, take care of my. Mental health and physical health, like we were talking about earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I would say that what drives me the most is helping other women create that for themselves. And so it's it's switched a lot. Is that it's that impact? It's like, um, okay, I like am obviously maybe you know I I always want more growth and like I have big plans for my business and like, you know there there's more that I'm calling in and and. You know, I'm gonna get there, and like, you know, new exciting things that we're doing, like starting a podcast myself and stuff. But oh my gosh, um, I can't wait for that! (laughs) It's it's now shifted. You know, yes, I have those goals for myself, but what drives me is like the ability that like my voice and like what I do impacts other women and allows them to get mm-hmm. to that point in their lives and creating that, that freedom and, and time, freedom, financial freedom in, you know, elevating their self-worth and, um, changing their self-concept and realizing they can have anything like that is what ultimately drives
1: me now. Wow. That's such a good answer. I love all of those so much. <laughs> and just thank you again for coming on and sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us. Of course. Can you please tell everyone where they can find you any offers you have that you want to plug right now um feel free to just let us know all the details
0: yeah so the best way to connect with me is on instagram because i'm always all in my dms um you can also find me on tiktok and stuff i'm sure you'll probably link my yeah below. it's the same for instagram and tiktok um for offers um there's a lot of different ways to like get into my space if you're like Just wanting to try hypnotherapy, I have a bundle that is $44 that's specifically tailored to entrepreneurs. Um, That's a great place to to start. I think there's four or five in there with like journal prompts and some um, information and stuff. That's a great place to start if you want to try it. Um, I also have a free um, hypnosis as well too that you can DM me for if you are just like, I want to start somewhere like with a really short one. Um, as far as offers go, the best place to be in my um, space is my mastermind. That is called your Mind Mastermind. It's so it integrates everything that we talked about today, the um, mindset and the strategy aspect of business and overall just like living more consciously as a human. So we're not just looking for huge financial goals in, or huge financial wins in business. We're also looking for mm-hmm. those um, you know things in life that help you just feel like a more well-rounded and like more excited human. Like becoming more conscious in your, your day to day. So that is for entrepreneurs that are scaling to their first six figures or multi six Mm -hmm. figures in business. And again, that's something that, um you can DM me to have a conversation about and it's like one of my favorite offers because we create that community, but you also get a lot of like one-on-one um, time mm-hmm. with me as well too, both in hypnotherapy and in the strategy side of things. So it integrates both of those and you're always working with me and you also like, I cultivate really amazing communities. That's part of my like human design and I, my gene keys, I think. And um, so most of my offers are groups and, I just love the communities that we create. So it, it gives you mm-hmm. that sense of like, I'm not alone. Like I'm not the only one that's going through this and, um, makes, you know, business feel a little bit less daunting. Like we were talking about before and a little bit more fun, flowy, easy, and exciting. So, mm-hmm. um, all of these things you can DM me for, and I can send the links or more information or have conversations about.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Make sure you go follow Addison and talk with her content. Definitely download the free hypnotherapy that she has. DM her for that because I've done it and it's so good. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to leave us a rating and review. And I'll see you on the next one.
0: Thank you so much. Bye.